0: Welcome to Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. Alright, so this Sunday, I uh, so excited uh, to have another amazing lady. Um, let me just give a backstory before we get too high, before I read out her bio. Um, Anne, or maybe most of you might famously know her as Shiko Wasoksi. Um, I met her through her husband. And I remember I went. my husband and I went for their wedding, which was a few months before ours, and they came for our wedding, but we didn't like know each other, me and her. Um, and, but it's like the first time when we spoke, um, I was um, in, I was going to interview her. I think that was the time, I don't even remember. Yes, that's the time I was going to interview her for some other thing I, I was doing. And um, it's like, you know, like there was no for, Awkwardness or whatever. She is just a warm, warm heart. I have never seen somebody who really connects with you like you know, like you've known her for ages. So, Anne is a wife and a mother of two amazing, amazing children who make my days if you follow her on social media. She's also a trade marketer by profession, but she resigned as the head of marketing three years ago to concentrate on raising her. Panic. wow that is absolutely brilliant um she is a pcos warrior pcos is polycystic ovarian syndrome and advocate and she'll talk about uh, i mean more about it so do not panic if let's say uh, Oshikadishi, what pcos is um, and she's also the founder of the pcs foundation of kenya she's an entrepreneur and she co-owns on point media with her husband DJ
1: Soxy,
0: uh, also. Um, and she's also a content creator. She just like literally found herself in that space and was like, Allah, oh, okay. <laughs> so this is how it's going. And she has over 90,000 followers on Instagram. Yes, and I had to check. I was like, where is this girl? But she's just so, why well, I wanted her to talk to us today is because she really does not Um, hide the fact that she's born again, that she's a follower of Christ. Um, She even shares, you know, how her Bible reading is, she's even doing her Bible reading plan, and she's even honest, you know, when she says she's behind plan, and it's very rare, I'll be very honest, it's very rare to see Christians, especially in the digital space, um, who are comfortable um, really sharing Christ uh, through their pages. She's an encourager, she has inspired many, And so, give virtual claps. Yes, uh, these are my emojis. And welcome, Anwe Shiko. And I know you're in. Hi. (laughs) I'll stop sharing so that people see you. How are you? Yeah, I think we are giving virtual claps.
2: I was, I was reaching out for my tissues. The way you introduced me, my God, who is that? (laughs)
0: Give flowers when you're still alive, give flowers. No, but seriously, um that that was real. Um that was truly truly. And especially my experience with you has just been amazing. You're really warm, you're really kind, you open your heart to everyone you meet, which is really, I, I believe that's like literally a fruit of the spirit. So we know that Jesus lives in you because of how you live your
3: life. Thank you,
0: but thank you so much for um. Well, I mean, agreeing to us have won Nairobi Chapel and to speak to us, um, but we just want to get to know you and understand how your, you know, your journey has been. And of course, I will touch on PCS because it's a big uh, thing that you advocate for. Um, and also, I know we have a mix of men and women in the Zoom, any, uh, but it's not just because the women have taken over. Does not mean the men cannot get a thing or two, they will really <laughs> learn a lot in this session.
2: And
3: I need them to understand what PCOS is as well.
0: Yes, yes, they really need to as well. Good. So um, let's just go back a bit to when you're growing up. Um, for, for us who follow you on social media, we know you are a very tight knit family, like you guys are tight. Eh? Uh, and I mean, like your nuclear, not extended. And so how was your childhood? You know, did you guys grow up in the so-called typical Kenyan Christian home? Um, or how was your, you know, how was it growing up?
2: So I'm a last born of five. And as you say, dear, we are very, very, very close-knit. Uh, I think we owe it to our parents. Unfortunately, they are not here with us anymore. Mm-hmm. But I we owe it to our parents for how they brought us up. So growing up, I, we are, I, I was raised in a Catholic family. So growing up at first, I never used to see my mom going to church mm-hmm. and my dad never, never. I never saw him going to church. But at around class four, five, I don't know what happened. I, I wish I could have asked her what happened, but my mom just got this church vibe and We'd all be woken up to go to church, and we'd go for mass. It was a mass for us to go for mass. And kidogo, kidogo, I saw my dad also joining me. And mm-hmm. at that point, I realized, eh, wives have powers because my saying <laughs> a prayer was work. But with time, I saw him now coming for mass. You know, trying to learn the songs and all that. Mm-hmm. And all. So basically, I grew up in a Catholic family, and we when when other people look at Catholic. You'll feel like at Wombangi, but (laughs) Uh (laughs) my mom was very key in making us uh, be uh, serving church. So like my sis was in the choir, my bro was in something in church. I remember I was treasurer in a group called Lejo. We used to say the rosary. So she really pushed us to be in in the Catholic Church and learn the doctrines very well. We've all done our confirmations and the sacrament, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, we've all done that.
3: Yeah. Mm. All
0: right, that's interesting. And um, what is it called? Um, like when? So now you've grown up in this Catholic background. You've been serving in church. So is it that um, at some point? Because I know you're born again. So at, well, at what What's point? Happening? Did you say, it? perhaps, yeah, because I, I, I know perhaps. the Catholic faith, perhaps. Rather
2: than this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now what happened? Uh, I was dating, immediately I cleared Form 4. Yeah, I'll start this story like from before so that you understand how it came to be. So immediately I cleared Form 4, I started doing a casual job. It was a market research. If you remember the people who used to come to your house and ask you, Oh, yes. You are
0: those
2: guys. <laughs> We were those guys so i started working and i met my first boyfriend and it was all fireworks and fire and we dated for four years so as i joined campus we were still dating so in fourth year he proposed then of course i said yes i didn't know any other i've never been in love like this ever in my life so i said yes the guy brought the parents home i remember it was like fourth year second semester so the guy brought the people home, and my dad was like, Sawa, you can marry her, but mungoji amaliza shule. And they were like, fine, but we'll come for the second and final visit of whatever they had been asked for, so that now I can have her in marriage. So the guy came back, brought all the dowry, satisfied by that, but still we hmm. were waiting for me to finish school. But immediately my, this guy left home. He called me and told me he thinks he's rushing things, and he thinks he can't go on with this. And that's where I think macho ikafunguka. <laughs> <laughs> Love is blind, but at times inafunguanga in a macho. Macho uh, ikafunguka, and the guy really insisted. He was working in Uganda. He was based in Uganda, but Kenyan. So he went back to Uganda and he told me, yeah, he thinks this thing won't, won't work out. And yeah, we broke up. It was devastating yeah. for me. It yeah. Yes, I went into depression. I had to get a counselor. It, it was just mm-hmm. bad. So in that Kajani of experiencing the breakup, everyone who I met, as in everyone, even people who do not believe in God, it was so strange. They tell me, do you know God loves you? Everyone, a lady comes to me with my mom, my mom tells her the story. She's like, ah, Shiko, God loves you. So I started wondering, this wow. God, you love me yeah. you're making me through, go through all this pain. Who is this God? So that's where my journey mm-hmm. for questioning and working to find out who God is started. So by that time, mm-hmm. I was in Opus Day. I was working in Kianda uh, mm-hmm. as an accountant because I was still in campus. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was doing the Opus Day doctrine. And it made me question as well, made me question a lot, a lot, a lot but they used to have retreats and I signed up for that retreat and I remember I told my sister you just pay for me this retreat I need to go and discover who this God is and why people are telling me God loves me and I can't see why God loves me and mm-hmm. I remember going to this retreat so if anyone has experienced Opus Day, you know it's silence you walk you don't sing you don't use drums you don't so i think it was a very nice connecting moment for me with god because of the silence and i could hear him mm-hmm. so i remember during one uh, mass because we, we did three days i just broke down and i cried and i cried and everyone was wondering what are you doing <laughs> yeah I think that's where I met God and Mm -hmm. my journey with God started from there so immediately I left I started looking for a church I knew I would not grow in Catholic doctrine I don't know I I can't quite explain it but the Mm -hmm. the conversation and the feeling I got from God was not that's not where I was supposed to be Mm -hmm. and I started looking for a church then two years later I met (laughs) Soxy
0: See
2: God. <laughs> and now when I met Soxy, I told him me I am looking for a nice church where I will grow. This has happened to me, and I really need... Because by the time I met him, by the way, I was in my flipping point. Mm-hmm. If I didn't need someone to guide me well, I'd have just gone back to my old ways. And yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Wow.
0: That is so interesting. And then I did read really that part. <laughs> and it's amazing how God just finds us. Because you see, even the way you said that people would come, people who you don't even know or people who you're not even sure about their faith and they tell you God loves you. That's literally just God speaking. He was really looking for you and he found you awesome. And so um, let let me backtrack a bit before we get to you and Soxi, and eventually of course, here we are. <laughs> but uh, in terms of polycystic ovarian syndrome because you are the founder of the PCOS Foundation, in Kenya, and you're also an advocate. Um, but where did your journey start? Did it start earlier? Like, how did you even get diagnosed? Like, how would you even know you have PCOS?
2: So when I, I started dating Soxin 207, I discovered I have PCOS 209. Mm. So what happened, my period disappeared, and that's a common symptom for anyone who has PCOS. And disappearing means three, four, five, one year, they go away don't know where they've gone. And I decided to go see a gyna. So the first gyna I went to uh, did a scan because they usually check the ovaries. So someone with polycystic might or might not have small cysts in their ovaries. So what mm-hmm. happens, our eggs do not mature to term, to, to blooming. Mm-hmm. So it's a jazana in the ovary. And now that's what they, they see when they do the scan. So when they did the scan, they saw so many of those. They call them follicles. They, they mm-hmm. saw so many. And I went back now. Mm-hmm. So this doctor looked at me and told me, oh, ah, you got 27 and you don't have a child. You will never have a child if you don't start trying now. Gosh. Yeah, I know. And he gave me the medication. Uh, medication, mostly they give you birth control. So family mm-hmm. planning to try balance your hormones. And I went on my way. But I really didn't like how he handled me. Mm. So I got a second opinion. So I even thank God I seek second opinion. Because seeking second opinion, the doctor was so keen, did more steps than the first one. So for you to be diagnosed with PCOS, you ha- they have to do a scan, check if you have the cysts.
1: Mm-hmm. As I said,
2: some women have, some don't have. Mm-hmm. They have to do a blood test to check your hormones. So what is, pre- is very dominant in PCOS women, we have a high testosterone. Mm. So you can tell people siku moja ni tanzatuku break voice. (laughs) Okay, but it can't get there. I know. (laughs) So both women and men, we have have the same hormones. It's just Mm. that for women, estrogen and progesterone will be higher, for the men, testosterone. So my testosterone is a bit higher than normal for a woman. And that's why now the periods disappear. The, The body just becomes a bit confused. So they did a blood test, and now he also checked all the symptoms that I have. Mm. So the symptoms are mainly acne, the disappearing of the, of the period, obesity, because it also triggers our insulin. So we mm. are prone to diabetes. Um, we shed hair. Now it's very strange. So testosterone, when it's high, you will shed hair or you will grow hair. Mm. So shed and grow. Some grow, some shed. So I am in the shedding category,
0: <laughs> or, yeah,
2: so, yeah. yeah. so they just check the symptoms and now you're diagnosed if you have PCOS or not.
0: Yeah, and at that point when, I mean, because there was a time I was suspected, I also went sort of a similar, uh, had a similar thing, but they found out that I did not have PCOS and other factors were causing um, the issue with my periods. But at that point, when you're, I mean, after you sought the second opinion, and even when that first guy told you, you know, hi, you, you do not have a child, can you start now? Like, what emotions are going through your mind? Because um, you're first trying to figure out this new so-called condition that I have. Um, you know, what is going through your mind at that point and your heart?
2: Wow, panic. I remember I called Soxie and I told him, Atu jawana, but hey, dude, we are getting a child." <laughs> Yeah, you, you you throw away at you being a Christian, Nini are waiting for marriage to napata mtoto sai, and of course, oxy went all crazy on me. We even mm. broke up, we broke up for like two months. He's thinking mm. this girl has become psychotic, mm. yeah. so yeah, it, it was very um, it's, it's like being told, you see, a woman is paid to be a mother, which is very mm. wrong. Society mm. has painted that for me to be a woman I have to be a mother which is really not the case. Mm-hmm. so it felt like my whole womanhood was being taken away from me and there's nothing I could do about it
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah
1: yeah
0: and then um so now you guys of course <laughs> I'm maybe good to know that part where it affected your relationship because so is now thinking this one I'm a I'm a crack and now you've broken up two months um So what led you guys to go back together and still pursue your dating and your courtship and eventually marriage, still with this thing of we may or may not have children. Yeah.
2: By there, let me tell you, it's good. It's good how we got back together. Uh, Because I think we'd weathered many uh, to breakups. I don't know how we weathered that one. That one was major for us. Mm -hmm. But we got back together. And I remember him telling me, he's not standing with me whether as in or not. Mm-hmm. He's just standing with me because he loves me and he wants to do life with me. And that's when now we started the whole journey and he proposed, we got married. And then another season came in for us. Like, oh my God. <laughs> 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 to piano, Mikono a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. So those first
0: years of marriage, <laughs> how was it? And especially just before we go to Nemo, how was that for, you know, now you know the dating is a bit easier because a of you're not living together. So yeah, you may think, oh
2: yeah, we love each other.
0: Now we've got a marriage. Like how was that before Nemo came?
2: So now our our hours was a bit different because me, I came into the marriage, you know what I mean. I want to be a mother now. Mm-hmm. So despite the dating process, the me nataka I find out if God will bless me with a child. And you know, God has a sense of humor, eh? And ako nashanga, mimi, zingine. So I remember in soxinaya marriage now know we now I have a wife. Let me enjoy my two years, you know, being cooked for my, you know, being, just enjoying being a husband. But me, I have another agenda. And that's where now we started really clashing, Mm because him is thinking, whether or not you can have children. So you relax. Mm -hmm. After two years, we'll try for a child. And me, I'm thinking, no, Mm -hmm. time is not on my side. I got married when I was 29. I have a child, (laughs) wow, it was crazy it was even mm. just before we started now trying for the child it was our our first to like second two and a half years mm. were full of drama were full of running to our best couple calling our mentor you know it was just full of drama
1: mm. yeah and
0: and so now um you you guys are going through the drama but at what point because I, I know i know this part of the story but I don't give much before people start wanting right? Are you the one who's giving the story or not? But at what point did you now say, okay, um, you know, like, when did you surrender? Because I know, of course, you see, as much as you guys are fighting, the baby is not coming. <laughs> it's not like <laughs> Like, at what point did you just say, yes, I will. let me enjoy life with Zoxi then, as he claimed to say.
2: Now, first is the one who surrendered into my my plea of trying for a baby. <laughs> and we started. And I was very hopeful. I was very Yani, I trust God, this one you will come through for us. As in You've seen <laughs> me through things. He So when we started, we walked to the Gaina and told him, Yeah, we are starting to try for a baby. Mm-hmm. And the Gaina looked at us, looked at us and told us, hi, hey, Anisawa you guys go back one year, you come back. I'm mm-hmm. like, one year. <laughs> you're hoping after, like a month. <laughs> you're telling me in two months, you'll be back here very pregnant. So he told me one year is when they, they conclude now you're infertile, as in you can't mm-hmm. try, you can't conceive by yourself. And let me tell you, one year went and I was not getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I was not using anything. And we were trying to do, Many things, many things, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I did fertility treatment for one and a half years. So on top of the stress that I have, that I'm not getting a baby, the mm-hmm. hormones as well are giving me more, you know, erratic uh, mood swings. Mm-hmm. So it was handling headaches, mood swings, not getting a baby, fighting with success, because you see you're giving fertility medication and you're told day, was it day 12? From day 12 or to day 10, and then he job because of relation might be coming up, mm-hmm. and that's the time we will have CG. How many events <laughs> CG at, America, CG at Akuja midnight CG? Eh, hey, it was it it was it was funny. It mm-hmm. it now. <laughs> yeah, but that
0: intro like, stressful.
2: Because I remember one day going to our best couple and telling my best couple, imagine this guy doesn't want to have sex with me. Yeah, <laughs> Ishidae. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, but then, as in, you know, like, the time is passing, and baby is not coming, so, like, are you also questioning God at this time? Because, of course, you know, you are with
2: faith, like, hey, (laughs) actually, by the first year of trying by myself, and nothing was happening, Mm -hmm. and then, you see, for me, I knew, I was telling God, me, I know, it's not that doctor who will give me this child, as in it won't be medication or IVF, or the, I know it's you will give me this child. So during that year, the first year of training by, by myself, I realized, hiya, uyu mungu ni meni milango, and then after that, you hear your PMCC guys, oh we are pregnant, we are pregnant, we are pregnant. I'm like, hiya, what's going on? So I was like, Akimungu you're letting me down. So I just started first by not going to church. Kidogo, I'm not attending, you know, baby showers. I'm not mm. attending bridal. I, I just, even family meetings, because you just feel I'll go, someone will say something, it will mm. trigger me, and I'll, 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 I'll sit as kia poa. So Kidogo too, I just started falling off. By the time even we are doing now the the fertility treatment, mm. even I, I, I tell Soxi, I used to work on his faith believe you Mungu so hang on to you. But Mimi, this guy didn't come through for me the first year, so really. So even doing now the fertility treatment, nothing is coming up. And then now it, now it broke me. I reached now to my end. I remember now what made me break was the fertility treatment now triggered high blood pressure, mm-hmm. which I still now have to handle till now. So And the doctors now could not pump in any medication into me because it would now, it's uh, yeah. endanger, endangering my life. So they told me, well, take a break. I love we, keep balance. we do IVF or they do something they call ovarian drilling. They go into the ovaries and clean up all those eggs clogging up. Yeah. The problem with that, they can clean up also your good eggs. Because, you know, our eggs are so
0: tiny. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. I remember the doctor telling us that and I was like, yeah, ni mungu, nilikungojea, sasa tumefika. Anyway, it's okay. So now you've
0: literally lost your faith and you're hanging on to Sox's faith. Um, But you see, the fact that I said you're a mother of two means that just some, I mean, God, of course, came through, not at your time, but eventually. So at, yeah, at what point between now the fertility treatments and now finding out you're
2: pregnant. So we did, I think we did the fertility treatments one year and something, either one and a half. Then now Tukatupia mikono at a PIA muindi now there's nothing much he can do. So at And now we started now just living our lives. And I told Soxi adoption is what we will, we will try out. Mm-hmm. And imagine from the time I told Soxi adoption is what we will try out. I remember it was 2013. Beginning of 2013, I posted something like, this is going to be my year. Mm-hmm. But it was not even regarding children. It was just regarding life. This is yeah. going to be. And I remember December 27th or 26th, around that Christmas period, mm-hmm. I discovered I was pregnant. Wow. And we were going to have Wairimo. And we had not tried any medication at all. As in the prayer I had with God, that was like, what, three years ago? Before mm-hmm. now I got pregnant. He came through without, you know, as in yeah. just afraid by myself. I get pregnant by myself. I won't get pregnant through medication. Through that process, I picked up very many lessons mm-hmm. that now have helped me move on in my marriage 10 years later, imagine.
0: <laughs> oh, Wow. And yeah, and I like that because it's that prayer you made and said this child, like if I get pregnant, it will be from you and not from the doctors or from the fertility treatments. Um that, that's amazing. And then now number two, so as in like God was on a roll with you clearly.
2: <laughs> After double. <Nimo. laughs> yeah, and as in like
0: so, yeah, between Nimo and Ether.
2: So what happened? The doctor told us. Um, so we we got Wairimo, yeah, and he told us we needed two years because Wairimo was CS, mm-hmm. we needed two years before trying for the next one. And I remember in between my high blood pressure, blah blah blah, I couldn't do birth control mm-hmm. at some point. And then the doctor told us, <laughs> but No pregnancy before two years. Ah, mm-hmm. we came home and we said, Come on, you to take three years, surely. So we yeah. just start now. <laughs> just that we need another. <laughs> hey, who doctor What is he telling us? Aki, I'm telling you, first month. And I remember telling Sokci, Aki, I think I'm pregnant. And he laughed. He's like, Aki, you, you have to. I'm like, no, I am pregnant. And voila, Ethan was in. <laughs> <laughs> what did the doctor
0: say? Was in like, this people?
2: <laughs> was going with our tail between our legs. We are sorry. <laughs> We know it's dangerous because now my CS is like a year or something.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: yeah, we're here now, as I come away. That's what to do. Because yeah, I'm pregnant. And he, he just laughed. He just told us it's okay. But now my CS uh, wound might have brought problems. At I think five months with Ethan, mm-hmm. it was very painful. So he kept on monitoring me. Yeah. But we made through. And now yeah, have- I made through.
0: Oh, now you have your beautiful two children, see God. And so, through that miracle, because clearly they are your miracles, how it just popped up at a point when I'm fikiri, and you know that point of surrender. But um, in terms of your advocacy for PCOS, did it start earlier before the children or did it start later?
2: It started way later, I think in 2018 is when I started now, because after I spoke out and said what I was going through and what we were going through, many women now started coming and, you know, I have this condition, I have this, and now it was a matter of putting them in a group because they became too many, putting them in a WhatsApp group so that we can all just converse in one voice. And it grew and grew and we surpassed the number for WhatsApp and we had to move to Telegram. So that's when I was like, okay, there's there's a need here for someone, you know, talk for these women and just be the voice of these women. So that's how now PCS, PCS Foundation was birthed formally, formally in 2019. Awesome. So that's when we started and now started now getting deals for the women because we do a lot of tests and we need a lot of nutrition and lifestyle changes. So just negotiating for discounts with people so that mm. if we are doing it regularly, we don't end up spending so much money. Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's amazing how that now, through something that was very painful in your life, that God has now turned it that you're using your pain. Your pain has become, it's something that I learned from Rikuaran recently, that your pain has become your ministry. That something that you thought was so painful and so heartbreaking, and now you are supporting other women going through. Um, and so that's part of, I think, even just living boldly. And so, why? Why did you decide even from the very onset to be very open? Because I think PCOS, I have a few friends who will go through it and we only know it because we are, you know, small circles. But why did you decide to be really public about what you were going through? Even, of course, if the foundation was not in your mind at that point and you didn't expect, of course, the feedback. But why did you decide to be open about your story?
2: I think just looking at my journey and looking at maybe mistakes or fears or things that I just didn't know that made me make some choices that I shouldn't have made. Mm -hmm. So just looking at my journey and seeing if I knew this, if I had someone to hold my hand here, if someone told me, no, relax, it will happen. But later in your life, because yes, PCOS is the number one cause of infertility. But we end up getting children way later in our lives. Mm -hmm. So you'll find a lady with PCOS will start getting their children from 35 years old going up or 32, 33 going up. Mm -hmm. We we have delayed fertility. And if you know that, you know, you will relax. And of course, even a normal woman, when they are relaxed, that's when they are able also to conceive. Mm -hmm. So just things that I learned in my journey, because my journey started way before I remember year before i was diagnosed i was removing breast milk from my breasts and i did not have child. yeah like flowing milk me i saw milk before i got children what (laughs) that
0: and that's i mean a symptom of pcos
2: yeah because now my hormone prolactin was higher because you see now what happens with our hormones they have a mind of their own so even when you're pregnant and the body decides Hiya, I don't think we are pregnant, and you see, women we we, we survive a lot on our hormones. Mm-hmm. So once the hormones flips, it changes the whole system, and hormones communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. So ekienda chini itenda and then mm-hmm. now chaos just starts happening. So I felt having a voice and bringing mm-hmm. these women together would help us feel more, more together and just relax.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ah, cool. no that's, that a point, but also cool. uh good stuff i think and it's so amazing because i think i've seen you know when you um and i i feel that is a point also your social media presence grew because people were able to connect um with the issues that you're facing but At the same time, yes, you're advocating for PCOS and educating people because that's what you also use your platform a lot for for people to be able to understand, even for the men to know if in case your wife or your mother or your sister or your daughter, whoever is going through it, um, to be able to also know and be knowledgeable about it. At the same time, you are using your platform um, to evangelize in a nice way, let me just say that you are literally also using your platform to evangelize and to say that, you know, even my children were indeed a miracle. So why why also be bold about your faith? Yes, it's easy, you know, it's quite easy to be bold about PCOS and to champion for it, but also now you brought Mungwa Bodani and here you are, you're like, I'm not ashamed to you know, live for Christ. So why, why did you decide to use still your platform?
2: The angels, the babies, without talking about the giver. So, and that's how I just started, because I'm telling you already, when people used to ask me, how did you get pregnant and you have PCOS? I tell them, God, because honestly, was isn't anything without telling people about this person who gave me these children. And it started very subtly. I didn't wall out, uh, you know, get saved. Blah, blah, blah. No, I just said, I just started telling them about my, my journey and where God fell in and what God did for me. And then, yeah, I just started talking about God. And I told myself, by the way, if you don't feel comfortable reading about God from my page, it's okay. You can unfollow. As mm-hmm. in, I asked today, look at my page when you say 99, 99.7, Seven. I'm almost at a hundred thousand. Of people following me, and I get very interesting DMs of, I like coming to your page, it gives me hope. And then I look at that day that whatever I posted, I'm thinking, now what did I post that is giving this person hope? But I think the morning devotion and just just spreading God in there, and also telling people, us on this other side of the sun, we are not perfect. We Mm. will fall short, but it doesn't mean when you fall short, ukai ukochini jipanguze. Wake up and move. Kamasai Aki, Siko Second Chronicles. But uh,
0: <laughs> it's fine. And you know, I, I think that's, first of all, you brought many people to read that. By the way, Pasi will tell you, he got lots of requests just from your page for the reading plan. And he says his motto is like, even if as much as they may not, you know, post about it or come for the Bible study, the fact that they have that plan, even if it's 2022 oh by the way i have this bible reading plan you you're still ministering in one way or another um and that's really important that you're sharing christ um and the fact that and it also shows that even as much as you're sharing christ yes so what if followers leave or go back to ten thousand see me i'm still Living how God wants me to live. So yes, it's you've been faithful, and He's also been faithful. Um, I want to open it up a bit for guys to ask questions, so that I I don't be the one just rambling here. Yeah. So guys, if you're <laughs> joining us, um, you can unmute yourself, or you can put your question on the chat box to ask Shiko. She has really a powerful story that, um, and you can tell also from her life how she's really bold about Christ, so you can unmute and ask
4: your question or um, put it on the chat in case Thank you, sana, sana, sana. Maze, um, you know, for the first time, at least me, I'm uh, I'm the one listening, it's me now. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm really encouraged. Um, one of the things I've always like wanted to ask, even before I even say that, and yeah, thank you. Like Karo uh, has said, Karo, eh, my wife, Karo. Like Karo um, Mesema, you I think single-handedly you brought about three or four hundred guys to follow our page on oh, yes, on Instagram. Um thank you. That's that's evangelism that is being done on a very different kind of way. And then on top of that, like a there there's so many guys who ask, I think it's about maybe a hundred to hundred and twenty asked for the Bible study plan um, and Silasma wa, was home every day. They, they don't even have to be reading it now. I remember when I, I don't I, have, I don't think I've, I've ever said this, um, I, I saw the first Bible reading plan, the same one. It was very similar, but me, uh, just kidogo. it was from David Oginde. Oginde posted on Facebook that if anyone wants to read the Bible, here is a Bible reading plan. And he left it at that. So from seeing that and from reading the Bible fully for me, it was three years. So no wonder I have the patience to walk with guys. And some, like Karo Nasema, Asema, will read it even in 2030. But then the seed, you you are just called to plant the seeds, and then hopefully God will do the watering. So thank you. Thank you, son. But me, my question, I've always wanted to ask, Leo, at least nezauliza. Leo is a <laughs> yeah, what made you want to read the Bible?
1: Okay,
2: so now, as I've said, I'm from a Catholic background. We, we never used to read the Bible the way Protestants read the Bible. So when people are spitting out Bible verses in their prayers, they are, you know, even I've had to learn how to pray. It's, it's, it's really bad because from Catholic, I just know our Father, Hail Mary, and all that. That is like when, uh, two or five? So that's like 16 years ago, but still I'm struggling to date. So um, reading the Bible for me was to discover God deeper. I remember I took this reading plan last year when you posted it. I remember I got to, in second Samuel, I fell off. I'm like, oh my God, I fell off. Because this, yeah, and it, all, it will also make me feel, since summer, Bible study, I feel like I'm contributing, or I'm learning from the people who, who are contributing. So that's how I've started reading the Bible. Like this year, bad on a struggle, but I'm not struggling as much as last year. Awesome,
0: awesome. Don't worry, Shiko. Last year, I nearly fall off, but in this Twenty-two
2: years as in bachelor.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: He, he, he's the one who. Yeah. Tell he's the one who goes on. We are just like Kai, I can't have fallen off anyway. But anyway. The pastor.
4: The pastor who fall in love. Yeah. By then I'm going to actually
0: ask him to do something. Hey, Behind what you're doing,
5: catch up. Catch up. Catch up.
0: Yeah.
1: But
5: at least he's read the Bible. <laughs> Very interesting. Oh. Uh, hi, Anne uh, And everyone else. Thank you so much. This is such a, a powerful story. And I think for me, um, th- this month has been about, you've been saying here that it's about the women, but why I think it's really about the men cause the things I'm learning. And I think it's so important cause I'll be very honest, like PCOS, I think I knew about it when just from social media and just an story is I never knew about it. And I think it's very crucial, very important for we men to be on the forefront of this and understanding all uh, all that is happening to the people around us. We have wives, we have sisters, we have mothers, we have daughters. And, and, and it's very important for us to be able to know this because I'm thinking, uh, f- forgive, forgive me for using this analogy. Uh, I'm not a car, but I have invested in knowing so much about the car to ensure it, to ensure it runs well. I might not uh, someone might have a, a pet. You're not that pet, but you've invested a lot in ensuring their this pet is okay and reading material about it, but we don't do this with the other gender. And I think it's that's why I'm saying this is very so crucial for us. And I'm learning I'm learning so much. And I, I'm even think that you've said the way you you go to get discounts and deals for things that uh, might be beneficial to people in your situation. And I'm like, I'm sure you're talking to a lot of men <laughs> to get these deals and things like that. So how, how can we, uh, I don't know how to put it, but how can we as men get involved in what you're doing?
2: So I think most important, uh, understand, in such forums, you, you will learn about such conditions. So, when your daughter comes up with something, you'll be in a, on a ground where, you'll be on a ground where we will handle it. That's number one. At least get to know what this condition is. There are many conditions. Unfortunately, we only talk about periods. There is endometriosis, there is PCOS. There are fibroids. There are so many conditions that affect women and in a different way. There's even something called ovarian cysts, which is not even PCOS, but it's just a cyst that grows and grows and even the lady needs to do surgery. So just knowing these conditions at first will be most important for the men. Just understand the names and a rough idea. Secondly, support, support your women. We have no control over how our body reacts. And also, let's normalize talk about foods. Atakamuweni mm. Mwanaume, you can buy a pad, you can show your daughter, it's normal. Because when we, we, we make it like Nikitu Ya it now becomes even harder to talk about the conditions.
0: Mm. And I agree, yes, there are so many others. But thanks DC for that. Um, it's, it's rare that we hear that how okay, can the men support as well. So thank you. Sharon Nayo. I know your hand was up next.
3: Mine is just to say, um, thank you, Anne. Today I've learned a lot, though I joined a bit late, but uh, I always learn a lot also from your page. And then um, through your page, maybe I was able to help a friend. I think I need to maybe refer her, maybe directly to you, because I have a friend who really uh, is battling your fear when we like it child? all my age mates are getting children and I even fear inviting her to my house because she will be like I also need a child I have a I have a I have a daughter with two years and even if I bring her home our conversation will be around um, I need to have a daughter and blah blah blah. So most of the time if I need to meet her, we'll rather meet outside my house where she will not see my daughter and remind her that she needs to be having a child at that particular time. So um before I need uh I was even trying to like um uh, I don't know if you know her Trip, connected to maybe Hadassah Trip and women who follow uh waiting room trust. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, that one is on the side of my friend. So, my question is uh, as a woman, as a wife, and as a mother, and maybe a sister, how do you balance like your spiritual life? Because for me, when you want to struggle <laughs> on spiritual matters, there's a on the lead, like ensuring that um, when you're too you do it best at your work is the way you do it best in your home is the way you do it even best in your spiritual life and keep that pace like reading the bible praying with your family and just having a strong connection with with christ i've longed and longed to have a prayer partner and maybe a bible study group something like that thank you
2: so uh, for my for my balancing, the spiritual and motherhood and everything else in between, what I have purposely done, that's from like last year, August. I decided it's very easy for you to lose out on even your girlfriend relationships. It's very, very easy, by the way. You'll wake up and realize, ah, hey, yeah, na to junggea na Carol for like five years. It's very, mm-hmm. very easy. So I've I've purposed to be intentional it's not easy to be intentional, but I've purpose to be intentional. So for my prayer life, what I do, my kids, at around seven thirty eight, So I make sure 8 to 8.30 social media or whatever, you know, in my nothing box, but nine to 10, I sit, at first I started by just sitting in my bedroom, all by myself. Not, not you know, that's how I started. And then now, with time, I incorporated reading the Bible and praying and just bringing God into that space. Because I felt since Nimejita Mkutano kopekeangu, it's a good time for me to invite him to come and be in this Mkutano with me. Because he feels so lonely. And just with like any other relationship, you have to work on it. Atanamungu, by the way, you have to work on it. That just the same way you purpose to meet your boyfriend or your husband for a date every, every so often, you have to. Because if I don't do it, I will lose out on that relationship. So basically, it's just a matter of being conscious, cautious, conscious about it mm. and planning and being intentional.
0: Yes, and I like that um, that you said, and um, that it's being intentional because we're usually intentional. Um, she's asking, do you worry when your husband does not join you in your new prayer time?
2: No, I'm because, sure you, yeah. No, because he also has his his time,
3: yeah, yeah. and
2: you see, as a as a in a marriage, kunamimi namungu na sisi na mungu, watoto na mm. you know, mm. whole. So, everyone needs that time. So, Mm. if I'm stronger in my area, I'll bring in more when we are together.
0: Amen. Good stuff. And being intentional, yes. And Sharon, just in case, Unatafuta BS group, I know you joined in a bit late, visually, so Bible study. Um, we'll have one tomorrow. And you don't have to have read 1st and 2nd Chronicles. Just come and learn from each other. Um, and you can reach out to us on social media at NCM Bakasi uh, for the details. So we'll, ha- we'll take two last questions, uh, and then you'll answer them after the two have asked. Um, so Wambo, we'll start with you, then John Mora will end with you. I'm looking at time. So Wambo, you can unmute and give your question, and then we'll end with John, and then Shiko, you can answer those two. Okay. Hi, Shiko.
2: Hi, Wambo.
3: Um... For me, I would first like to say I love your energy and your laughter. It's very, very contagious. <laughs> um, so uh, for me,
0: my question is, how was dating a celebrity like? Um, <laughs> and also uh, this is just a this is a just a different one. There, there's something I'm working on and I would like to to know how like I can be an influence in that in that thing that I'm I'm doing, and so would you mind to share your number at some point? Uh, yeah.
4: Those are my questions. All
0: right, uh, John. Before we so that we take them all together, John, you can unmute.
1: Hey, hi, hi, Carol. Hi, hi, Shiko. Hi, everyone. Hey uh hey uh first of all shiko thank you so much for, for sharing that really really encouraging it's it's really encouraging and there's something you've said that uh at some point I was like uh, okay at least I don't think I I know somebody who goes through but when you brought the uh, the element of our daughter I have a daughter so I'm like wow yeah so I, I I need to you know to to get into this and, and learn more not only for myself but also even for friends who have uh, daughters and all and then um, for me actually it's not a question it's more uh, a comment also just uh, <clears throat> just it's it's for me it's interesting to see you know so see under you you to mix up Mangoma, so it, it's good to see some ulem to and stuff eh? <laughs> so so, but thank you, thank you so much for sharing. And also on Soxi, it's for the men out there, for us men out here, for for us to you know to to stand and support uh, our wives, uh, the women in our lives. So even bigger for Soxi for standing with you and supporting you. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. Shiko, before you answer, just a comment here from Valentine, who says, as a PCOS warrior, just to say kudos to Shiko, being out there encouraging and advocating. Uh, thanks so much, Valentine, for that comment. And thanks, John. You know, Shiko, uh, clearly you are one. He knows he's also ministering to the men through you. Um, but just the first question was from Wambo. Um, in terms of you know how to how do you be an influence how to be an influence and how it was dating a celebrity and not maybe most of you guys will not know and she'll tell you she's also a DJ Uzimonevi one navy. yeah so okay,
2: so now umbo when I met Soxy as I've told you I was in the I was from a Catholic background I didn't know he was a celebrity me I didn't know that he was <laughs> on Hope FM. I was not listening to Hope FM at all. So I remember like the third or fourth date, it, it was like on a Friday or something like that. And he goes like, Ati kesho, kesho skiza, Hope FM. And I looked at him. <laughs> then he's like, he gave me now the frequency. Ati skiza, was it from nine skiza, to what? I'm like, okay, nita skiza. then I put Hope FM and I hear his voice and I'm like, alas, who am I? <laughs> 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 so I think that's when I discovered. hi hey, yeah, this guy is is well known in this in this in in the in the Christian Just world. The
0: theme, yeah. Yeah.
2: and me, I didn't even know him. Me, I knew Soxy from high school. So mm-hmm. Soxy was in the band at Dagoriti High School, and then the band was the band. <laughs> <laughs> so when Dagoriti are playing the band, it was wow, and then. Soksi was katia in my pal. Nasiku slice Rafiki yangu Soksi was katia in my pal, my pal, and that's how I knew him. So later on, when I'm even working, we bump into each other. Mm-hmm. And that's now when we say, Toki, nini, nini. And then now Soksi, as Carol has said, used to see me, I used to be a DJ at Homeboys. Yes, I've had a full life. <laughs> so and so he would come to visit, if you guys know Kev, because Kev was mm-hmm. also in the industry then. So he'd come to visit Kev at homeboy because Kev was our headmaster. It was a full school by the way. Mm-hmm. So Kev was the headmaster and he'd come, he'd come to visit Kev and he's, he's like, hiya, this is a chick from high school. And we'd say hi and yeah. So after now I finished high uh, campus and I'm working, that's when now we met again.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so I knew him from high school. I didn't know he's a celebrity. How to be an influence? First, start as in answer mm-hmm. to Atakama ukona followers atakama hauna follower, just start mm-hmm. and be consistent in what you do. Mm-hmm. I remember, I, I I usually say I found myself into this space of content creation. Me, I never wanted to be. As in, siku nikasema sasa nataka influence. Yeah, you, like you haven't
0: changed. Like you've just the way you were when you, nobody, okay, not nobody knew you, but the way you are Kitambo, because I followed you from Kitambo, when you had fewer followers to now, there's no difference.
2: Yeah, yeah but I also as I say intentional I had to be intentional when I saw my numbers starting to rise I had to think okay and then I flipped through other influencers and what they talk about and I told myself there's a space I'd want to be in I'd want to be in a space where I give people hope I give you know already life is so hard even at a couple of Life is very, very hard. I don't want to be the influencer who flosses my car, flosses my house and flosses my clothes and then leave you feeling like, already, feel hauna. So I, I decided I want to be in a space where I give people hope. I show people this can be done. It's a bad day, but hey, we are moving on. So for influencing just that and be very consistent and pave your way, as in Jipange, daivi, what do I need people to know from this story?
1: Mm. Yeah, and then
0: just also again, live out your purpose as God has called you to. Um, you, you're you literally living your purpose as a PCOS advocate and warrior, and even being such a great mom, as in just seeing Nivo and Ethan studies, Brighten our days, and that's your ministry, like that's your first ministry. Um, being able to be even open at how it's painful to see Zoxi leaving and has to go to work for so many days on end, and you work with the kids. So um, your vulnerability and just being able to just be you um, and still living out your faith um, is really inspiring. And John is here saying, no wonder mix yana. <laughs> <laughs> John John is our club. <laughs> um, but thank you so much, Soxy. Gosh, Chico.
3: Thank you so much. Anne. You know, I'm
0: like, Soxy, what am I saying? I think it goes a little bit too much, Soxy. Anyway, um, thank you so much, Anne, for sharing your story. Um, As you can tell, not everybody has spoken, but it has really, really encouraged and inspired me and even educated us. I hear, even me, there are some symptoms of this, yes, I didn't know. Um, that now I know and um, it's just through that how your, your life has literally been God's grace and favor on your life just seeing how your journey has been the miracles that are your children and you giving hope that indeed it is possible um, and so before we wrap up and before we pray I want to perhaps you can give one final message especially to maybe uh, ladies Uh, in this group or even men who have women in their lives, uh, their wives um, who perhaps are not able to, who are struggling to conceive. Um, Those who are dealing with childbearing issues um, or even have a friend and don't even know how to support them. What message do you have for those who are trying to conceive or are battling in their minds with God like, God, this is my desire, and it's not happening. What
2: do you say? Okay. Now, before I said, I said the, la- the last words, mm-hmm. you see, like, a symptom of PCOS, I told you I'm shedding hair,
3: mm-hmm. and I'm
2: shedding hair at an alarming rate, so the next day, <laughs> so now what happens, my hairline has, I don't know if you guys can see, can you see over here? Oh, really? I can't even tell, but
0: oh yeah, now that
2: you shaved it, wow! It's moved. My hairline was a bit in front, but now it has yeah. moved, and on one side it's receding faster than the other. Mm-hmm. And now when I when I cut to a box, people thought, oh, so cool. And then I started doing this funky mm-hmm. hair, style, long hair, and people thought so cool. I don't believe in being a winer in life, mm-hmm. and I believe when when you're given lemons, make your lemonade. Put some ice cubes, mm-hmm. add some honey and enjoy that drink like you've never had it before. Mm. And that's what I, I, I live out. As in whatever comes my way, I will take it up as it comes. So <laughs> I will just switch to long hoops and I look You'll rock that kipara. <laughs> yeah. So my last words to the women. Please don't take your health for granted. Uh, some of us are in our thirties. As our bodies grow, we also change. So make an appointment with your gyna at least once a year. Watch kupatana Patana, now your gyna. Just when you're trying for a baby or when you're getting a baby, try and see this gyna at least once a year. End of, how am I doing? Let them do a scan, let them check. Because even there, are greater things like cancer, which if they're detected early, they can be sorted out. So let's take our health very, very seriously. And like the women, our body really, really takes. And, and like the men, our, our body really takes a beating. Especially mm-hmm. after childbirth, and just generally, I think all these hormones. Mm-hmm. So let's just be intentional in taking care of our health, and just checking what is going on with my body. When <speaking in> periods, <Spanish> a bit painful." when Zimepita zikafika ten days, nazi nakujanga five days. Let's just be very keen in looking out at such things, so that even when you're going to your gyna, you also have your like small report mm-hmm. to tell your gyna. Hey, nowadays my periods, I can't even wake up when they come. Mm -hmm. Remember, we also headed to menopause at some point. So we Mm -hmm. need to be prepared also for that next step. Mm -hmm. For the men, support, 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 support. Do not, uh, we, our bodies change a lot. Our bodies change. If you saw me when I was pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Our bodies change a lot. So love us in whatever season we are in and just be there, even just make it fun afterwards. fans let Make it fun afterwards. Like hey, Just let let life be bearable. This other mm-hmm. side, this other side of the sun, it's not very flowers and gardens and all. So mm-hmm. for now let's just make this life that we are in very bearable and just let's be kind and support each other yeah amen
0: thank you so much uh and for sharing that hey but, uh, michael said here yeah, loud and clear yes we have heard um but thank you thank you so much for sharing your story for